0: Another day, another round two matchup of Stump My Q. And we have two contestants today who have taken rather different paths to this round. First up is Karthik Krishnaswamy. He comes here after winning one of the most winningest rounds that we have ever seen, a top scorer in round one of Stump My Q. Karthik, welcome to the show once again.
1: Hey, hey guys, good to be back.
0: Karthik, in round one, you selected arguably the most iconic test series of all time, India versus Australia in 2001 as your specialist subject. What have you gone with this time?
1: This time I was like, let's do something a little like, let's challenge myself a little more and I went with uh, test cricket in the 1930s and now I'm feeling wow. like, what have I done? Like, you know, why Why would you do this? It's <laughs> really counterproductive and I Even can already can see I- a- Sly grin on like Ronak's face.
2: Now now it'll look even worse when I lose, basically. <laughs>
1: either that or I'm going, be, I'm going to be you know, super overconfident or whatever.
0: Okay. And listen, why you might have guessed, uh, Karthik's opponent today is of course Ronak. And Ronak, I don't mean to be too mean here, but I had to draw a parallel between the two of you. And after one of the most winningest round ones to enter round two, we had you who entered round two of Stump by Q, having scored just three out of 10, which is arguably one of the worst winning performances that we have seen in round two. Anyway, Rorak, welcome to... <laughs>
2: I, I want to interrupt you to say that that was because of the type of questions that were mm. posed to us. And therefore, my I know you're going to ask me this next. And therefore, even I have chosen a subject which is nowhere near my speciality. I have tried to put it I've picked a subject to which I know I'm trying to predict how GS is going to frame questions. Mm -hmm. So this is how we're working now. We're working as per Gaurav Sundaraman, not our own critical intelligence. So I have gone for the 1979 World Cup, of which I never saw a ball of life, naturally. But I've gone for the shortest World Cup uh, where I can try and do a little homework and see that GS will be limited in the kind of questions that he can therefore ask.
0: So, we have two very interesting specialist subjects. Karthik has gone with Test cricket in the 1930s. Ronak, of course, is with the 1979 World Cup, the shortest World Cup there is. Gaurav, you have their questions ready. Over to you, man.
3: Yeah. uh, So, KK, let's uh, begin with um, you first. 1930s uh, Test cricket. Obviously, there was no other format at that time. Easy one for you to start with and then we'll slowly uh, get uh, to the tough questions. There were 12 debutants in India's first ever test match. 11 were from India, obviously. Who was the 12th?
1: Oh, uh, one of the England guys. Yeah. Debutant. Um,
3: This is easy because... uh, I assumed you'd have seen the scorecard and it's India's first test <laughs> and I saw you tweeting something about uh, who, uh, who do you want to see in the IPL and you tweeted right. a name which I had to Google and then I found out that he's so, India's first I, test opener. I set
1: myself up to fail here, right? Okay, let me <laughs> go with some random guess here. 1932 England Who would have debuted. How about um,
3: did Patodi Senior play that game? Nice guess, but it's wrong. It's actually Bill Bose from England who debuted uh, in that test. So, uh, your second question Who scored the most runs from a team not named Australia or England in the entire 1930s decade? Bruce Mitchell. Yes, it is. Bruce Mitchell. Wow, that's a good answer. Before I could even give my clue or uh, uh, give another um, uh, read the question again, you got it. Bruce Mitchell from South Africa, it is. Well done, KK. Se- uh, your third question. Positions number one and two in the list of most balls bowled in a test match unsurprisingly belong to this famous timeless test between England and South Africa in 1939. Who are the bowlers who hold these records at 766 and 738 balls respectively? Oh,
1: God. Why didn't I look at that scorecard? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it might be from the oval test where England made 900 and whatever uh, against Australia, but clearly not. So most balls bowled in a single test match? Okay, from that game. Uh, which year was it again?
3: 1939, me... between England and South yeah, Africa.
1: Yeah. Okay. Numbers 1 and 2 of yeah.
3: most balls bowled My in a test match. But will get you 0. 0.5 anyway. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm going with um, Headley Verity. Okay. And uh, suddenly, every name of every South African bowler has just disappeared from my head. But um, okay, Headley Verity and Doug Wright.
3: I'll give you 0.5 for Headley Verity. Okay. Uh, the other one is Norman Gordon, uh, who also I bowled uh, so many deliveries. Okay. So it's a decent start. Your next question. Test cricket had to. This is the first of the star questions. Test cricket had to wait till 1930 for the first triple century ever, when Andy Sandham hit 325. The same match was the occasion for another test record that stands till, to this day. Who and what record?
1: Wilfred Rhodes' oldest test cricketer.
3: Wow, that's a cracker of an answer, KK. That's really good. I thought that was a tough one. Your last of your stock questions. The England tour of West Indies in 1930 was unique in the annals of Test cricket. This had to do with something about how the West Indies team was set up as they had to follow a certain rule. What happened as a result of this? I'll repeat it. The England tour of West Indies in 1930 was unique in the annals of Test cricket. This had to do with how the Windies team was set up as they had to follow a certain rule. What happened as a result of this, which has never happened in the history of test cricket after that?
1: And How the West Indies team was set up.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. This clearly wasn't that two tests, England playing two tests at the same time thing. Did the West Indies captain in each test have to be from the country that was hosting it?
3: Is that your final answer?
1: I mean, it's a guess. Yeah, let's go with that. But I don't know what the... Impact. Okay, let's go with that.
3: Yeah. It's simply amazing how you work out these answers, and it is what? correct. Uh, it's amazing. West Indies did have four captains for four different Test matches, and the rule was that they had to be from the home island uh, where the match was played. So, if this was a guess, that's an amazing guess. Uh, so, uh, really yes. good.
1: Complete guess. I had no clue. I just went with some random thing in my head.
0: That's a very
3: good uh, set, uh, Karthik.
0: I think I think saying a guess is completely underestimating it from Karthik's point of view. This is logical reasoning. You know, you have in your CAT exams, you have logical reasoning and thinking. I'm sure if KK ever gave an MBA entrance or an MBA test, he'd do pretty well.
1: Last thing I want to do in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Karthik, you have scored 3.5 uh, out of 5 in your specialist subject round. And that includes, what is it, two star questions, correct? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's pressure on Ronak Kapoor as he takes his questions on the 1979 Cricket World Cup.
3: Okay, Ronak, let's see uh, whether you get cracking, whether you can match a KK's level of guessing or whether you've really done your homework. I feel like you've done your homework, but let's see. Uh, first question, who is India's wicketkeeper in this particular edition? The
2: wicketkeeper of India in this particular edition was a man I worked with on All India Radio with and I had no clue. He played for India until that day. He made his debut in this World Cup and he's now part of the IPL Governing Council.
3: His name is Surinder Khanna. And that will give you one point. I can't give you more than one for know. the amount of explanations you uh, did. Well done. This is my star question, no? <laughs> no, this is my star question.
0: <laughs> okay, okay if I can, Gaurav, if I can stop you right there, uh, in in your round one episode, Ronak accused you of not asking him questions on Team India. And you promised him that if he reaches this stage, you will ask him at least one question on India and there it is.
3: Yes, and I can assure you this is the last question. Of, uh... <laughs> oh, so, uh, he basically didn't
2: ask me a single question on India and in the World Cup. That India won. And this India's worst World Cup ever.
3: On India. So, great. Second question. We all know, sir, Richard scored a fantastic 138 in the finals against England. He was supported by which other batsman with whom he shared a 139-run stand? Don't tell me you worked with him also.
2: I have not worked with him. Collis King and his extraordinary record till date, rather his extraordinary innings till date is remembered in our World Cup vignettes, which we created on ESPN
3: for video. That's uh, good. Ronak seems very high on confidence. Your next question: Who held the record for the best bowling figures in this particular competition?
2: There were only two five-wicket-alls in this World Cup, Joel Garner in the final, but the best bowling figures were Alan Hurst against Canada. Clearly, he's come very well prepared and Ranak Kapoor is on fire. So, that's three on three. I have tried to. I have opened the Stats Guru links, which I think you will open. That is what I have done.
3: So, let's look at uh, the first dark question. Uh, it's a longish question, Ranak. I did not play a single match in this edition of the World Cup, but I was was part of my country's 14-man squad. I went on to play only a solitary ODI in my international career and 7 tests. However, later on, I did manage to help another team win the World Cup and had a brief IPL career as well. Who am I? Let me just think of that. So,
2: he didn't play in this World Cup. Uh, can you, can you play a comment? single
3: match in this edition of the World Cup, but I was part of my country's 14-man squad. I went on to play a solitary ODI and seven tests in my career. I later on managed to help another team win the World Cup and I had a brief IPL career as well. Who am I? If I remember
2: reading the Wikipedia page of this, which I Gaurav, had told me last time was this source of information. I'm gonna throw in a guess. The only name that I can stand that
3: stands out. Uh, is Dev Watmore it is Dev Watmore good one he did play for Australia and uh, uh, and yeah he went on to coach uh, Kolkata Knight later on that's four on four your last question if it was Sean Pollock in 2003 Craig McDermott in 1992 who was the equivalent in 1979
2: uh, so we are obviously looking at the bowler to bowl the first ball. it was Craig McDermott in 92 you said right yeah yeah, so that would be the first ball of the World Cup. Pollock in 2003, McDermott in 92. And the first ball of the World Cup was bowled by Andy Roberts to Sunil Gavaskar in 1979.
3: That gives you five on five. And Rana really come back to <laughs> proper preparation in his topic. So, you, wow, that is fantastic,
2: Rana Kapoor. Yeah, the 2011 World Cup, I got nothing right because you asked me stuff like who the mascot was and since then, stumpy has been in my dreams. This World Cup
3: <laughs> never had a mascot, me. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Oh my God, I'm so good. I don't mind losing now because I know the GK questions will will tend to stump me, the general knowledge ones, but I'm happy. I, it's like an exam I studied for and I got full marks. I'm going to show this to my mother when I go
0: home. <laughs> okay, that's fantastic. Five on five on the 1975 World Cup. 79 World Cup is an extremely impressive performance. Kartik, we saw you. You nodding along when some of the questions were being asked as well. How many of those would you have got?
1: I think I got. I would have got only call is king right. Ah, okay. So, so seriously,
0: well done, Ronak. Then the Wikipedia reading
1: worked. Nodding in admiration at Rona. Uh, yeah. So call is king. I yeah. That was it basically.
0: So, Ronak Kapoor has managed a perfect 5-on-5 in his specialist subject round. And we have asked Krishnaswamy to leave the call, not because we were unimpressed by his performance, but because Ronak gets to take his general knowledge questions first. And those questions are the same for both contestants. Ronak, you know the drill and you know for a fact that if you get, I think if you get even four correct, you have ended this contest right here, right now. Let's see what questions Gaurav has set for you. G-Stats, take it away, man.
3: And I think even if he gets two, he'll be in a good place to qualify, even though uh, he didn't, um, if he doesn't win it by chance. So let's see uh, how it goes. Your first question, uh, Ranak, which was the venue which hosted the only day-night test in South Africa?
2: I think I know this one. The only day-night test in South Africa,
3: I'm going to say Newlands, Cape Town. I'm afraid that's wrong. It's oh. St. George's Park oh. Hotel, that's Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sorry, I, I, I always screw up these simple ones. I think I know them and then I mess it up. PE was the first thing that came to my mind and then I just messed
3: it up. Anyway, uh, so there, KK is back. Your next question. Which bowler dismissed Don Badman in his last test innings for the duck Is he very famous?
2: Yeah, I know it is, but it's not It's 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 not something that I can recall at this point. It's either you remember it or you don't. So I don't remember it. I'm not even going to fancy your guess.
0: Ronak, you're the same guy who knew who Ravi Shastri hit for six sixes.
2: Yeah, Tilak Raji, I, it's a famous, uh, it's a famous quiz question. So is the Bradman one, but it's not coming to me. If I didn't remember Tilak Raj at the time, there's no way I can fathom a guess the way KK does all these. Oh, back then in the 1930s, they're probably... You know, <laughs> the Windward Islands and the Leeward Islands. This question
3: right. for sure, KK is going to get. So yeah. Yeah,
2: I know he's going to get this, but I can't. So you'll have, I'm going to move on from this. What's Okay, name? this is actually Eric Hollies. Eric Hollies. Yeah. See, now it comes to me. I do remember it now, but as part of reading and quizzes, but it just didn't come to me at the time. So, no point wasting your time. I would never have got it.
3: When you rank the top scores by an Indian in each batting position in an innings in ODIs, MS Dhoni is the only player to feature twice. One at position 3 when he scored 183 against Sri Lanka and the other at position 7 when he was unbeaten at 139. Against which team did he score that?
2: Uh... It's just a guess. I'm going to say England.
3: Uh, I'm afraid it's wrong. It was actually, uh, he scored in for Asia 11 against Africa 11, uh, which is uh, considered as a... Uh, official as
2: well. So, I'm already like, I need to win the next two, which I find myself in a very... You know what? This is going to be a cricket is the great leveler sort of uh, <laughs> game. I'm going to get five out of five in the first one and zero out of five in the next. So, yeah, I, I didn't remember that. Yeah, But now that you mention it, Comes back to memory.
3: Okay, your first of your star questions. There are only four bowlers who have taken at least one wicket in every single edition of IPL from 2008 to 2019. Only four bowlers, every single edition. Three of them are Harbhajan Singh, Amit Mishra, and Piyush Chavla. Who is the fourth? So at least you should go with a logical guess. They've taken a wicket in every single edition from 2008 to 2019.
2: they every IPL. So you've got Harbhajan, Piyush Chavla, and Amit Mishra, you said, right?
3: Yeah. Who's the fourth?
2: Okay. Uh, I don't think there's an overseas player that would have played every edition, including someone like Malinga, who was knocked out. The only other person I can think of for every IPL was... It's not an Indian, but uh, I I think Dwayne Bravo played from the very beginning. He did get ruled out in one year early, but I don't think he ever missed a full season. So that's one of my thought processes. If I think of Indians... Uh, I don't think Yuzvendra Chahal played from the very beginning of 2008.
3: Okay, let me tell you, it is an Indian. It's an Indian. Oh, well,
2: that's a good yeah. guess. That's a good hint. He, I, I, let me think of others who would have played every IPL. Uh, Ravindra Jadeja comes to mind as one person who played from 2008 as well. Uh, no, nobody else. Rohit Sharma doesn't bowl. Uh, Chahal wouldn't have played every year. Kuldeep wouldn't have played every year. Suresh Raina doesn't quite. Bowl unless Raina is the other option. Okay, I'm just going to I'm logically thinking bowler who's played every IPL Indian. So I'm just
3: going to say Pravindra Jadeja. Uh, I'm sorry, Zavindra Jadeja is wrong. He did miss a season. I think he was uh, not allowed to play a particular season one uh, one year when he was bought back in the auction I think in 2012. So 2011 is what Jadeja missed. The answer, answer is uh, interestingly Daval Kulkarni. Wow, okay. I would have never got that. But okay. Your last of your star questions. Virat Kohli, George Bailey, Mitchell Marsh, Josh Hazelwood and Yorat Singh are some of the names that are part of a very unique list with respect to World Cup achievements. What unique feat am I talking about? Virat Kohli, George Bailey, Mitchell Marsh, Josh Hazelwood, Yorat Singh. I think these are the exhaustive names. There might be one or two I might have missed, but these are the main names and this is a unique list with respect to world cup achievements what unique feat am i talking about i'll give you a clue you have uh, it has nothing to do with any statistic or anything in terms of runs balls wickets or something achieved in a match it has nothing with do, do with that
2: they are the pretty much the only players to have won the under 19
3: world cup and the senior men's world cup that will give you one point that's a good answer Okay. That is a, a excellent answer. They are the only players to win both the under-19 and the uh, senior World Cup. So that I think you finished with a score of six, six, yeah, with 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 three star questions. It must be pointed out.
0: KK, welcome back to Stump My IQ. Ronak uh, was struggling a bit in his general knowledge round, but he got his final question correct, which was a star question as well. That means Ronak has got a total score of six with three star questions correct, which also means that if he wins this, of course, it's direct qualification for him into the quarterfinals. If he loses, though, he's on top of our race as a lucky loser. So, Karthik, you have 3.5 after your first round. Your target is pretty much effectively a score of three that you need to achieve and then you'll qualify for the quarterfinals.
3: I'm fairly confident you will get one question right, KK, and the remaining four is going to be the test whether to see whether you win or not. Let me okay. um, uh, ask you the first question. Right. Which was the venue that hosted the first and the only day-night test held in South Africa?
1: First and only day-night test held in South Africa? Um,
3: Port Elizabeth. That is uh, correct. That gives you one. This was not the question I thought you will get. So I can also be sure that you're going to get the next question. Which mm-hmm. bowler dismissed Don Bradman's last test innings? Don Bradman last test innings. Yeah. I think Hollies. Yes, that gives you two. And uh, we kind of, I think, Ronan, before the before you came on predicted, you'll get these two. Now is when your challenge begins. So okay. your third question. When you rank the top scores by an Indian in each batting position okay. uh, in an innings in ODIs, MS Dhoni is the only player to feature twice. One at position 3 when he scored 183 against Sri Lanka. And right. the other at position 7 when he was unbeaten at 139. Against which team did he score at 139?
1: 139 at number 7. Okay, I'll tell you. I'm I guessing it's England. Ronak is celebrating, so I'm wrong england in in pune but well, i was thought went for england so I at least i'm credit that i think like karthik krishna <laughs> england in in pune i'm, I'm wrong i'm guessing
3: yeah, yeah. you are wrong yeah. it's actually he scored this for against africa 11 uh, for asia 11 two of your star questions coming up okay you're at 5.5 now you need one to win there are four bowlers yeah. who have taken at least one wicket in every single edition of the IPL from 2008
1: yeah. to 2019.
3: Okay. Three of them are Harbhajan Singh, Amit Mishya, and Piyush Chavla. Mm. Who's the fourth?
1: The fourth guy. Umesh Yadav.
3: Is that your final answer? Yeah. I'm afraid that's wrong. It's actually Dawal Kulkarni, who oh, played uh, all the seasons, interestingly. Yeah. Okay. So, what was Ronak's answer? Uh, Jadeja. So your last question. Uh, Get this, you win. Virat Kohli, George Mm. Bailey, Mitchell Marsh, Josh Hazelwood and Yorat Singh are some of the names that are part of a unique list with respect to World Cup achievements and title wins. It's not a stat uh, to do with any match or any particular innings or anything. It's not a a statistic thing. Virat Kohli, George Bailey, Mitchell Marsh, Josh Hazelwood and Yorat Singh are some of the names that are part of a unique list with respect to World Cup achievements. What unique feat am I talking about?
0: feels like one of those things you either get or you don't. And this was exactly the one that Rana got after getting the first four wrong. To put him now 0.5 ahead of you as it stands. And Karthik,
2: See for him now. now. He has to just dumb his thinking down a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so basically as it stands, if Karthik gets this wrong, he's out. Because uh, our current lucky loser score stands at 6. So yeah. he needs to get this correct to okay. enter the quarterfinals. Rona, congrats. I have no idea.
2: Oh, KK. KK, why don't you wager a
3: guess?
1: Just tell me what it is and put me out of my misery.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> so I thought you'll get this, uh, KK. Because I really KK. can't be part of too many lists. Uh, okay. They are the only players to won both the Under-19 World Cup and the Senior
0: World Cup. Oh, damn. Yeah, anyway, well done, well done, Ronak. Uh, uh To be very honest, offline, Gorav has constantly... And he, I think he said it once on air as well, for those in round one. He's maintained that Karthik Nishraswamy is the man to beat. In, on Stump My Q, and you have done exactly that, Karthik, It's been a great effort. You scored eight in the first round. You scored 5.5. Some very tough questions here, and some very excellent answers as well from you. It's been great having you on Stump My Q as well. Rohan, we'll see you in the quarterfinals. So here we are with our last matchup of round two of Stump My Q, and we've probably saved. The best for last two avid quizzes. The first one, of course, we know him from round one for probably choosing the most obscure topic that we've seen in round one uh, is Chandan. Chandan, welcome back to Stump My Q. Gaurav, so what did Chandan choose in, in round one? Can you remind all our listeners?
3: He chose the 1935-36 Ranji Trophy.
0: And he's kept his specialist topic very close this time around as well, hasn't he? he
3: yeah, he's chosen 1937-38 uh, G2
0: And how hard has it been for you to set questions on these seasons?
3: I've also set questions for one particular match. So this still gives me some scope uh, because it's an entire season. So de- uh, so it's, it's okay. It's been fine.
0: Mm-hmm. And Chandan's opponent today is our very own Australia correspondent, Daniel Brettig. Dan, if we had to ask you questions on the Ranji Trophy from the 1930s, how do you think you would fare?
4: Well, I I know that the Ranji Trophy existed in the 1930s, but that's probably <laughs> the extent of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what specialist subject have you gone with this time?
4: Uh, I've gone with uh, the... World Series Cup between, I think it was between 1986 and 1996, 1987 and
0: 1996. So if our listeners do not know what the World Series Cup is, can you describe it to them that happened in this 10-year period?
4: So it was the triangular series between Australia and two visiting countries in the Australian season. Uh, In a lot of cases, um, well, for everyone really around the world, not just in Australia, it was the first place you saw matches played under lights with coloured clothing. So Mm -hmm. essentially, what you see today in any limited overs cricket, you saw it first in this competition. So it was really a pioneer that way.
0: That sounds like an exciting topic. And in many ways, the World Series cricket was a game changer as well. Dan, Chandan, both of y'all know the drill. Chandan, you're going to go first with your specialist topic. You're going to get your five questions. Then Dan will take his specialist topic and GK questions back to back. God of Ramban, take it away.
3: Great. So, Chandran, let's get the cracking uh, straight away. Your first question, simple one uh, to start with. At which ground was the final of the Ranji Trophy played? It's at Brebon, uh, Mumbai. Perfect. Brebon, Mumbai is right. Uh, that gives you one point. Your second question, who captained Navanagar in the final of the Ranji Trophy? Navanagar? Yeah.
1: Is it uh, Bart Wensley?
3: Yes, it is Bert Wensley. Uh, that is uh, two points for you. Your third question, I toured England in 1936 and 1946 as India's first choice wicketkeeper. I opened in the first test at Lord's, but chipped a bone in my finger and suffered from blurred vision. This injury and my subsequent exclusion from the next test led to a famous opening partnership between Vijay Merchant and Mushtaq Ali. I played four tests for India and played a crucial role for my state team in this particular edition of my Ranji Trophy. Who am I talking about?
1: He played a crucial role. He was a like proper wicketkeeper. He played as a wicketkeeper in this season.
3: Not part of my question. I'm not going to give you any more clues. There are lot of clues in the question, Chandan.
1: I will go with a wicketkeeper only. Is it Data Hindalkar?
3: It is Data Hindalkar. Good uh, answering, Chandan. It is data Hindalkar. He had the most fielding dismissals for this particular yeah. edition. Now for your two star questions. Your first star question. What record did hyderabad created this particular tournament that stood the test of time till the 2016 17 Ranji season Heidebad. there was a particular record that hyderabad created in this tournament that yeah. was was true till that held a, that stood the test of time till the 2016 17 Ranji season what was the record
1: so uh, after that one it happened in 2016 17 yeah so okay i will go with the highest uh, highest successful runs is uh, in the four innings like in a ranji trophy final
3: that gives you uh, one point well done chandan you know this uh, season very well even though the questions are slightly framed differently well done your last of your star questions i was an english businessman and an amateur sportsman who played first class cricket between 1919 and 1948 after serving in the first world war i spent much of my working life in india I played first-class cricket for both England and India, and I captained my Ranji team. Who am I?
1: So, I'll go with uh, Adele Halsworth.
3: Good guess, Chandan, but I'm afraid that's the wrong answer. It's C.P. It C. C. Johnst- Johnston who captained Madras. And he had a key. Uh, he played a big role in the development of cricket in Madras. And there's a local tournament also named after him. But well done, four on five. It's a great effort considering the questions were slightly framed differently. Although you know your uh, Ranji Trophy very well. Well done, Chandan.
0: Chandan, you never seems to amaze. It's four out of five in your specialist subject. Uh, if 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 you do make it through the next round, we're guessing the next is what the 1940 Ranji Trophy season. Is that it? Is that your specialist subject? And go of zero on it now. But anyway, that's that's an extremely impressive performance once again. Daniel, the pressure is on.
4: Absolutely, it
0: is. Okay, so your topic is, of course, the World Series cricket, the Tri-Series in Australia from 1986 to about 96. Gaurav, your five questions to Dan starting now.
3: In the span, in the time frame you've chosen, there were only two tied matches. One was at Hobart between Australia and Pakistan. All I wanted to tell me is which two teams played the other tied game and there were no... Uh, Part points for this. You need to tell me both, you'll get one point.
4: The other game was between India and the West Indies at the WACA in 1991.
3: That gives you one point. Well done, Dan. Your second question this should be a sitter for you. It's one of my favorite tournaments uh, while growing up. Who captained Australia A in the 1994 95 World Series Cup?
4: Damien Martin.
3: Yes, that is uh, absolutely uh, spot on. Could you tell some uh, tell our listeners about why Australia A came into the picture uh, in this particular tournament? It was pretty weird, and the final was played between Australia and Australia A. And uh, while researching for this, I went back and saw the Australia A squad, and they make a very strong Australian squad, isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, it was an out- it was an outstanding group, and really, in in the you know in the fullness of of time, most of the guys in the Australia A squad. Ended up with superior records to the guys in the Australian in the Australian senior team. Probably McGrath and Warren and McDermott. Probably the only three who who didn't. And Adam Gilchrist missed out on on playing in for either team only by about a year. But uh, yeah, it came in because the. Um, uh, the Australian Cricket Board at the time um, was starting off a new era where it was running the marketing and promotion of the game. It had taken that over from PBL, which was an offshoot of Channel 9. So they wanted to start with a bang. Um, and they also had had trouble in terms of scheduling and getting a third team to go opposite Australia and England. And they'd ended up with Zimbabwe, which they felt was probably going to um, struggle to draw. Um, Broadcast and um, attendances to the ground. So uh, that was really the um, genesis of Australia, Ray. Right?
3: Amazing. It's just uh, uh, surprising if such a thing would happen this day and age. Uh, uh, anyway, moving forward, your next question. Bruce Reed took a hat-trick at the SCG on 29 January 1986 against New Zealand. If Bruce Blair, Irwin McSweeney were the first two victims, who was the third? Oh... On
4: oh, I'm, I'm going to it was another because they were they were all quite obscure New Zealand players like they weren't they weren't high profile names was it maybe Stuart Gillespie
3: That's an amazing answer, Dan. I thought this might get past you. Well done. It is Stuart Gillespie. Moving on to your star questions. Let's see uh, if you can uh, get a five-on-five. Which bowler took the most wickets in the 1987-88 World Series Cup, which was held between Australia, New Zealand and Sri Lanka?
4: Well, Australia obviously won the tournament pretty comfortably. I remember Peter Taylor having a pretty good tournament, but I don't think he was the leading wicket-taker. Craig McDermott would have had a pretty good tournament. But then um, the, uh, the leading wicket-taker probably for the tournament, I imagine, probably would have been Sir Richard Hadley because he was the most high profile bowler in the tournament. That's my guess.
3: I'm afraid that's wrong. It's actually Tony Dodamade who did okay. very well that particular season alone yep. and he took uh, a lot of wickets. So that's Tony Dodamade. Mm-hmm. Your last question. Who held in this particular period, which we are talking about between 86 and 96, uh, who held the record for the highest individual score by a visiting batsman in this uh, uh, span of time? In fact, there were not many very high scores, uh, actually. I think Dean Jones had a couple. And uh, then um, I think there was this uh, person who has the highest score for the visiting batsman. I can give you the score. It's 126.
4: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it was particularly high. Um, I know that David Gower had made a big hundred, but that was in 82-83, was sort of outside of the um, outside of the the area. Um, well, the only hundred that I can think of that was scored sort of quickly enough that someone was going to bat for a considerable time longer than actually reaching a hundred was Sayed Anwar at Adelaide Oval. Was it? Was his score 126?
3: This is going down to the wire. It is absolutely correct. Sahi Danbar, 126 versus Sri Lanka is the highest score. So, both of you get four questions and one star each, isn't it, Kartik?
0: Even Stevens, after round one, got Gaurav, there's nothing to separate the Ranji Trophy from the 1930s to World Series Cup in the 80s and 90s. At this point, Chandan, you're going to nervously have to wait on the sidelines as Daniel takes his general knowledge questions. Chandan, I'm going to ask, have to ask you to leave the call. So Dan, you have a score of four with one star question, correct? You know a perfect score in your general knowledge round also uh, will not guarantee you victory in in, in uh, your round two contest versus Chandan, but what it can do is make sure that, yeah, it would make sure that you have at least sealed a place in the quarters via the lucky loser route come one way or the other. Are you ready for your five GK questions? Yes, let's go. Bring it on, Gaurav.
3: So uh, Dan, first question. Who was the leading wicket-taker in the 1996 World Cup?
4: 1996 World Cup, leading wicket-taker. It wasn't anyone from... I don't think it was from the two leading teams. Um, I'm going to say Anil Kumble. Is that a guess or you knew that? an educated guess. I was just thinking, I I remember him bowling well in that tournament, and I, but I also remember, um, well, obviously India made it to the semi-final, so deep enough into the tournament.
3: Well done, Dan. Uh, you're on a roll. It is Anil Kumble with 15 wickets. Your next question. There have been only two triple centuries in day-night tests so far. Obviously, I'm not going to ask you about David Warner. If one was David Warner, who scored the
4: other? Triple century in a day-night test. Wasn't Kane Williamson, was it?
3: Is that your final answer? Yes. I'm afraid it's not Kane Williamson. It was actually Azhar Ali against West Indies at Dubai. Ah, yeah. That was the yes. first.
4: Uh, I remember. Season. Yes, I remember West Indies being involved in a high-scoring day-night <laughs> test. But I.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next one, again, slightly uh, tricky question. Take your time. This this will give you. There are two parts for this. You'll get 0.5 for each. You're at a score of five right now. There are only three bowlers who have taken over hundred wickets in a single test venue. Okay? In a single test venue, there are only three bowlers who have taken that. Two of them are Sri Lankan bowlers, mutaya Mullidan and Rangana Herat. I want you to tell me the third bowler and the venue.
4: I was trying to think of frequent frequent appearances at the same venue.
3: Yeah. That's the right um, way to think.
4: Yeah. Um, and and the circumstances in which you would be having frequent appearances out of any. And um, over
3: 100 wickets. So that's a long yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Um, it's not Yasser Shah in Dubai, is it?
3: Well, that's not uh, Yasser Shah in Dubai. I'm surprised you didn't go for the more obvious one. It's actually James Anderson at Lord's
4: uh, uh, who
3: took 102 wickets.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Your yeah, Next, first of your star question, um, I'll be surprised if you don't get this. Whose autobiography was titled 10 for 66 and all that?
4: The light great Arthur Mailey.
3: Yes, it is Arthur Mailey. I, I knew that was it. Uh, so, you, uh, Karthik, could you just uh, refresh our listeners of uh, Dan's score right now?
4: As it stands,
0: Dan has got two in his general knowledge round, which gives him a total score of six. And he's got two star questions correct as well. In terms of the lucky loser race, Dan is right on top with Shamya.
3: So, Kepler Vessels was the first player to play ODIs for two countries when he played for Australia and South Africa. All I want you to do is tell me the latest intent to this elite list. For This player played for both USA and West Indies in the last couple of years. If you followed your current affairs, this should be pretty straightforward.
4: Mm, yes.
3: He did play for West Indies in uh, 2020 itself, if I
4: remember right. Yes. So he played for USA first and then West Indies. Yes. I'm actually struggling with this one. Oh um, you can't you you can't tell me the discipline or anything like that, can you? He's a bowler. It's not Raheem Cornwall, is it? Um, is that your
3: final answer?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be. I'm just still thinking. Oh look, yeah, I'll go with Raheem. It's probably not right.
3: Yeah, it's not right. It's actually Hayden Walsh, the leg spinner yeah. who uh, got picked up uh, after playing for USA. He's now a leg spinner who plays for West Indies. So, yeah, I thought that was a slightly easier one considering it's current affairs. Maybe it's easy for Chandan. So, let's wait and uh, see how Chandan goes.
0: Chandan, welcome back to Stump My Q, your round to clash with uh, Dan Brettig. Dan has scored two in his general knowledge round, which gives him a total score of six. He's also got one star question correct in that round and one in his previous round. So he's got a total score of six with two star right. You are on four, of course, with one star question correct, a score of three, and you're guaranteed a place in the quarterfinals. Any lesser, and Gaurav and I will have to do a lot of permutations and combinations in the Lucky Loser race, but we'll take it as it comes uh if 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 that happens so chandan are you ready for your five general knowledge questions yeah i'm ready all right dorav take it away
3: okay chandan here is your first question who was the leading wicket taker in the 1996 world cup
1: 96 world cup anil kumble
3: okay anil kumble gives you one point that was easy your second question for you there have been two triple centuries in day night tests so far if one was david warner who scored the other
1: uh, I will go with Stephen Smith. Steve Smith.
3: Sorry, it's not Stephen Smith. It's actually Azhar Ali against West Indies at Dubai. Okay, third question. Hear carefully. There are only three bowlers who have taken over 100 wickets in a single test venue. Okay, in a single test venue, there are only three bowlers who have taken over 100 wickets. Okay. Two of them are Muthaya Mulidan and Rangana Herat. I want you to tell me who this third bowler is and the venue. Each one will get give you 0.5 points. Okay, for the bowler,
1: uh, I'll go with one seven one. Is okay.
3: is it correct? And um, the venue? I'll go with Melbourne Cricket Ground, MCG. I'm afraid that's wrong Chandan. It's actually James Anderson at Lord's. He Four. took 102 wickets. Your fourth question, first of your star question. Whose autobiography was titled 10 for 66 and all that? Is it Arthur Meli? Wow, that's a good answer. It is Arthur Meli Chandan. So, Karthik, looks even Stevens again.
0: <laughs> we are at level scores here with one question to go. Chandan, you have one question to seal a, seal a spot in uh, the quarterfinals of Stump My Q.
3: I think both me and Karthik think you will crack this. So, let mm-hmm. us just uh, wait and see. If Kepler-Wessels was the first player to play for ODIs for two countries when he played for Australia and South Africa. I want you to tell me the latest intern to this list. He played for both USA and West Indies in the last couple of years and he's a bowler. Who is this? Is it Hayden Walls Jr.? It is Hayden Walls Jr., Chandan. And that gives you a spot in the quarterfinals.
0: Well done, Chandan. You have scored okay. a total score of 7 with... I think three star questions, correct? That That is an absolutely outstanding effort to seal a spot in the Stump MyQ quarters. Darren and Brettick, hard luck this time. You're finished with six, which is a pretty decent lucky loser score. Now we'll have to go back and look at all the other lucky losers who have scored six and figure out who's got the most star questions, correct? But yeah, it'll probably take some time to know who is the eighth and final entrant in our quarterfinals. But thank you both so much for joining us on this episode of Stump My Q. This was the last one of round two. We'll see you next time in the quarters.